Welcome back to another episode of the Bauer Hour. Here with me today is half of Shay. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it's Shay. Shay Shay and Shay Spee. Half of Shay Spee and one of the main guys in so far San Diego, my boy Seamus. How you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. Thank you for having me on today. Um, yeah, of course. It's been a minute since uh, we've seen I, each other, but stoked. I know. it was. Uh, I think we last time we saw each other was, uh, I think you reminded me, actually. It was COVID, Maui, like the beginning of COVID. Yeah, it's crazy. I flew out, actually, uh, my roommate now, Spee, was with me. We flew out to uh, Maui on March 13th, which everyone remembers was pretty much the day it all shut down so <laughs> yeah. uh we flew there with two of our other boys and um bauer was the only person i saw on the island that i actually knew beforehand the only one who was like willing to come see me a little bit that was hilarious oh, though dude, automatic um, no one fucking no one knew what was going on and everyone was scared so i totally get it but yeah that was the last time we actually saw wild. each other in person which is crazy yeah that was a wild time and uh seems like so long ago that was life you know but i want to get into like what i what you're a part of now out and say you're in san diego now you know it seems like you're living life to the fullest and we're gonna get into that for sure but i want to why'd you pick san diego for one and what's going on with uh so far san diego and shea speed like what is that because i just feel like you're always at some dj thing or house party and i'm just like this guy where's what's going on (laughs) Yeah, no, I turned uh, turned party into work. So um, why San Diego? Really the weather, 100%. Um, I knew I wanted to get closer to Maui. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jake and I actually met on Maui. We we were boys, Leilani's boys. Um, shout out Leilani. And yeah, shout out Leilani, shout out TS, shout out the team. Um, but... Yeah, so I knew my mom is born and raised on uh, on Maui, and so I knew that her and my dad were going to be moving back uh, there, and so I kind of preempted their move. So it was partially that, um, and the other part being I didn't want to be in Boston anymore. I was in Boston for eight years, four years for uh, undergrad, and then four years working as a corporate slave. So I was like, I got to be out. Yeah, right. Cut it off. Uh, no, nah, definitely. This, when I met Shane, I met you, Shane. I was like, <laughs> this guy is a bro. Like, you were all stocky, just like meat headed out. Like, oh, yeah, I play ball. I was yeah. like, this dude is a fucking bulldog. And yeah, that's pretty much my basketball style still, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, li- in a little bit better shape than that. Yeah, yeah. It was a fair, it was fair take because this dude. I mean, you oh, are the man. Dude, You're when man. I was <laughs> – I appreciate that. Um, I don't know if I – I was definitely – yeah, no. When I was like 20, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 even, like those years I was – You were yeah, tossing them back. Extraordinaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I uh, I definitely have uh, slowed down the, the boozing since those yeah. days. But we, we, had some, we had some good nights. So. Some double chugging Coronas, I remember. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that, was some, your, that was your like little God. move to double chug the oh, bottle. Dude, I had a lot of kind moves. Of, I, had the, I had a lot of moves. A lot but, of them are yeah, no. trademark too. But oh yeah, Tra- oh yeah, I had to. But I uh, had to hang up the hang the jersey in the rafters for sure. Put the jersey one. in the rafters. Now you're in San Diego, and so what's going on with Shea yeah. Speed? What's this? This is your own thing. Yeah, so me and my roommate, um, we, we, we were just hosting parties. We've always hosted parties, so we posted them in Boston. We threw uh, like like a weed party, and it was like you couldn't bring alcohol, and you had to bring some sort of weed or edible and your favorite munchie. So we, we did something like that, just like a little bit different. Um, and obviously, weed was legal in Boston, so just totally chill for anyone listening. Uh, But then, yeah, we were also throwing parties all the time, um, just casually. And and, um, where we lived in San Diego, we lived downtown right by Petco Park when we first moved here. Um, And it was like kind of by all the clubs, but everyone that we knew kind of lived over here in Pacific Beach, which is where I'm at now. Um, And so when people would go downtown, we kind of became like that after spot. um, After hours at the house. 
Oh, after. I, I, I could so not, that that kind of became what that looks like. Oh yeah, so no, it's um, I like what I'm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, usually a packed apartment. Speakers very loud. We were fortunate enough, like we honestly, like our apartment was on the ninth floor, but our building was like, um, probably like thirty four floors. But in between the ninth and the eighth was like a new type of floor. So we had just a like a service area under our apartment and so there was no sound issues we were the corner unit so we just ran it up there and kind of built a little reputation for ourselves that way and everyone was always calling us Shea Spee we had the professional vibe curation business card which are a little uh carryover from our our times over in Montauk and and we can get into those crazy times too because that's kind of some of where it started but yeah we were just always kind of hosting these events and we've been best friends for a bunch of years now and so people always just uh, associate us together and i love that for you i love having that friend where you're like you know they're all you know where one is they're both going to be there and i have some yeah my life but i i get so much anxiety thinking about hosting afters in an apartment building like i'll be in afters like back in the day like i mean i'm i'm too old to go to afters now but I remember I'd be ah, at my apartment in Maui or we'd be somewhere and then we would just be like loud and telling like one thirty two, And I'm just like, yeah. I got to get out of here. This is, I was like freaking out. I'd have anxiety. And I was like, I don't know how you guys do yeah. it in a 30 floor yeah. building and get away with it. But hey, if you're not getting arrested or getting in trouble, dude, we didn't even loud, get keep doing your thing. Shout out Shay Speed. We... Yeah, shout out Shakespeare for real. The was the afters was goaded. People know too. They're in San Diego, Hunter Park Plaza. Shout out. Um, but literally, the only time we got two noise complaints in eighteen months. No, no, twenty one months. So yeah, we got that's that's a, great, that's a nice record batting, right there. And one of the noise complaints, bro. Bro, one of the noise complaints, I thanked the security guards, bro. I was like, thank you. Why didn't you come earlier? It was like four in the morning after our first event, our first uh, real event outside of our house. We threw it like right down the street from our crib at this uh, this kind of like warehouse space. And me and my infinite wisdom, I got up there at the end of the party once it ended. And I was like, everybody knows we're going to 100 Park Plaza. It's right down the street. And so we just brought like 150 maybe even closer to like like it was like so many heads just rolled right into our apartment and we're it was sardines for like two and a half hours oh, all no. the djs were on the decks it was it was ridiculous that sounds like a and then they finally came up time. oh it was unbelievable it was like four thirty. they they were like all right can you guys chill we've gotten like a bunch of calls we we're like yeah thank They're you like, everyone go home yeah, everyone's got to go. I didn't have an excuse for you guys to leave until now, and now you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like besides looking you, around. I was like, you, never you gonna leave. You can stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, at that hour, at that hour, honestly though, you don't you don't want to make eye contact. It's just like get out. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> for sure. So you guys <laughs> but, are hosting yeah, a couple sunrises with Shay Speed. You guys are you know the vibes yeah. maliers, some would call. Yeah, exactly. So um, we have been throwing events here in San Diego this year. We're actually throwing one this upcoming weekend. So we're recording this on November 29th. The party's on December 2nd. So uh, we're throwing a little Okay, okay mo- we're going to we're gonna have to clip this up for you. I got some friends down in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, exactly. vibe with. 100% bro send them our way discount code chase B vibes um yeah we got an event downtown at the wicked west uh facility and yeah stoked it's gonna be our last one of the year we got a group a duo coming down from LA um called science there we know one of the dudes Zach um and he's awesome uh so they're gonna they've been crushing it they just released an awesome track um called daylight and then we have our other boys 
here, Bushy, Quabby, and Dokos. So that's really honestly also what Shaspi is about is like getting more uh, touches for all of our friends. Like, like we have a bunch of people here in the community that are creative. So there's a bunch of DJs here. There's a bunch of people who do artwork, um, whether that's digital or physical um and so like we had our sign made by this awesome girl named valerie she works at uh like the little italy farmer's market and showcases her work so it's like a awesome like damn fermented moss sign with um our logo in it and so that's sick and then like our friend natalie dowd she does like all of our marketing and stuff like that so it's really just a way for us to connect all of our friends and give a creative outlet to all of our friends too and that. for us like it's obviously a super creative that. outlet for us how we can involve more of our friends and and just grow it and and we just said let's start it now because in 5 10 20 years you don't you never know where it's going to get so if we yeah. just start putting things together now you know? I feel like a lot of people have an issue with that too. Like just understanding that you just have to start and it also like bring in your friends well, we with just... you is the greatest thing in the world. Right? Like, Oh, it's the only thing that's important. Like yeah. having think, your friends yeah, succeed think... with you is unreal. Um, I would love to get oh, in yeah. space and, like and... that at some point, you know? Yeah. And, and just even supporting your friend's growth, whether that's, that's your own success, like, or your, like, whether it's tied to your success or not, like a good friend is going to want to see their friends be successful. Like, 100%. uh, and, and so if, if you have somebody in your life, that's when you're bringing them good news, they're getting upset. It's time to shed that person from your life. But, that, uh, that's like, a great take because I was, wanted to ask you at some point during this conversation because i know you're a big social guy but i know you're like very intuition mm -hmm. and like understand energy and all that is that like yeah. your biggest red i think that's one of my biggest red flags when it comes to having friends would you say that's up there with yeah you? i mean if, not, if you're not gonna up there? that's definitely that's definitely up there i mean you have to be able to celebrate everyone's yeah, like how can you like, not even the strangers bro friend. like we yeah, with your friends, but with everyone, like everybody's got to come up. We gotta like everybody's got to like lift each other up. So I'm always of that mind. Yeah, if you if you're bringing positive vibes and you're happy about something and, and someone's shooting that down, then usually there's something wrong with that person and they got to deal with something internally and and that's unfortunate. But yeah, it's obviously something that I wouldn't put my energy around again just because 100% cut off your own personal energy is sacred. Yeah, exactly. And not even in a, like a, don't talk to me kind of way. It's just more of a, like, I don't need to float around you anymore. And it's just yeah. a little bit different. Um, you kind of just, and so that's, I think that's obviously that changed when you say that. Cause it does change. Cause back in the day as a younger person, you're like, whatever <sighs> you kind of make like a scene about it. But now you're just like, I just don't hit them up anymore. Like, Oh, you want to go hang out? Yeah, exactly. You would be, well, that's your own, that's your own internal issues back then like that's something you got to work on too like that was like your own immature way of dealing with things too not not just that person so you got to kind of look back and see see both sides of it for sure yeah. like, and because handling like that is after immature that and that's 100 plaza or whatever <laughs> dude we've actually it's so funny everyone honestly everyone's invited to afters unfortunately sometimes um and we've honestly i think we still have a clean record of we've never had to ask somebody to leave. We came, there was one Not where I found out after I was actually away. And I said, I think that person might have gotten ejected if I was home. And my roommate, uh, Speed, he was like, it would have been close for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what, um, what did this person do? You got to share the story. You can't just leave me on the cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Um, or, well, I think, can we share this? <laughs> all right. Well, it was a female just, yeah, yeah, honestly, like, uh, I honestly don't even know her name. So, uh, she it was, it was just a female acting very, very reckless and reckless to the point of, I have a photo of like my two boys on the couch like this. And then just this girl bent over like with her asshole, a gate, excuse my language, kids at home. But that was like the photo I saw and I was like, what are we, what, how did that happen at the apartment last night? Do I need to not go on vacation? It's like, 
what's going on here? So that, and there was some other thing. She was spilling on the couches and just acting a a fool. Um, yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, I guess if you're having a good time, sometimes that happens, but yeah, that's, that's gotta go. That, that doesn't play at the apartment. Yeah. So you gotta be able to take uh, care of yourself. Where do you want to see this go? Like what's, would you want to be a, yeah, a whole like big like project, like of holding social events and concerts and like being like a media outlet? Yeah, hundred percent. That would be um, like, that's kind of like a goal state of it um, is to give more of an outlet for people who want to throw events, uh, people who want to release music um, and people who want to community build too. So uh, we do, we're working on other things outside of just the, the parties and the DJ events, but that's like the place where we're starting because it is a really mm-hmm. good place to kind of engage people. Um, the dance floor, it's universal language, the dance floor. Jake knows that. He, he's got the dance moves out there. Dude, um, I just had a holiday and so, party. Real quick, I just had a holiday party, man. I don't mean to cut you off, but I was on this dance floor for two and a half hours. First time I hung out with a lot of these people outside of work because I work at a country club at the moment. And I came to work on Tuesday and they're like, you have a good time? And I'm like, the boy had a good time. My date, my date that I took was like, hey, I don't know if this is going to be able to work out between us. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and it was like very like not super romantic, like plus one type of thing. But yeah. I'm like, what? what's up? Like she was joking. She's like, I'm supposed to be that person at the party. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be, be able to be two of us, but I'm going to be right there with you if it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Gotta love a dance floor. Maybe that's a good. If you don't sign. get on a dance floor. It kind of tells me oh. a little bit about you. Hundred percent. You got. I mean, I'm out there acting a fool. I've, I mean, yeah, I've been been on a lot of dance floors, and uh, <laughs> I love it. It's, there's nothing like it. Just just letting loose. Just you don't even have to be dancing good up there. Just have good energy. You know, that's all people mm. care about. Exactly. Um, yeah. But no, what, what were we, what were we uh, talking about before? We, we I, like, I interrupted you. I cut you off at the dance floor. No, no. We were talking about uh, how you guys are trying to get into spaces of, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, get out, like, oh, yeah, in the, the chase DJ thing. Yeah, exactly. Spot, but going into other venues mm-hmm. as well or avenues. Yeah. So basically hosting um, events is kind of like where it's starting right now. We actually threw one. So one of our events that we partnered with our buddies, uh, Lonely Lovers Records, the Dose Lonely Boys. There's some San Diego boys. They're up from uh, Reno way, but they're down here now. Uh, they've been down here um, for a couple of years and they're awesome dudes, Chip and Daniel. And so they started their own record label this year. And so we threw their like record labels opening like, party basically festival um artist showcase down in uh like hakumba which is um it's like an hour east of san diego it's a desert and um it was awesome we threw like a 24-hour artist retreat so that is like a type of event that i would want to throw again um so we had 16 different acts we had um singer songwriters live looping and then we had djs we had two different stages um people camped out so there was like the camping component and then that yeah it was sick the next morning we had um a sunrise yoga with um like a spray painter was also painting a mural during that time and then we had um cold plunge breath work wellness uh after the yoga as well and then rolled it into yeah exactly and then rolled it into like a little lounging pool party uh for the last couple hours where all the djs who were at the event kind of just went and played up together all throughout and everyone just kind of hung out um there as well and just kind of unwinded together but that was like a pretty cool like 24-hour event um where we got to have more of just like a dance party. It was more of like a holistic experience. And so something like that. And, and, and I think something like eventually like a burning man type of camp or, or art car, something like that. I don't know how much you know about the burn, but that is definitely on the the new uh, list. uh, Yeah. Tahoe had a bunch of people 
um, out there that would go oh, to burn sure. every year. Uh, both my roommates went. Uh, they loved it. And uh, I never yeah. went. I don't know if I have uh, the burn in me, to be honest. Uh, dust. Oh, I don't know. I've heard great him. things. I, I think it's just too big for me. I'm like, I want to be in smaller setting. Uh, I don't know. But it could if I ever went, it could change my life, like it does a lot of people. But yeah, I think uh, what what you just talked about, I'm much more interested in. Yeah, there was 150 people, so that was another thing too. 150 people camping 24 hours. You can get close with a community like that. Like we're close with these people by the end of the event. You've been with each other for mm-hmm. a full day. You've been doing all these different activities together. So it was a really cool event. Um, and so, yeah, shout out those Lonely Boys for uh, letting Chase B get involved there. Heartbeat Retreat. And we're going to be throwing another one, too, in June. So probably first weekend in June, we're going to be throwing that Heartbeat Retreat again. So okay. I don't know. Okay. San Diego sounds um, nice in June. Dude. Also, Where so does- actually, that's okay. crazy. It does, right? But June and May. So we got May gray and June gloom. So it's actually oh, not even that nice out in San Diego. But here's the thing that's dope about our event is it's an hour east of San Diego in the desert. So it's blue skies, beautiful. So we had 80s, beautiful weather, blue skies for our event. And everyone in San Diego had the gray. So it was like, oh, we had people coming out being like, why would we, why would we stay in that? And so we had a perfect day. Um, We were very fortunate. um, And and it was Daniel's birthday weekend and our friend uh, cursed as well. So. <clears throat> shout out curse media shouting out all my homies oh, uh but no to. they were oh of course especially along the way when we're all trying to to go up you know um mm-hmm. 100%. but it's it's i'm just grateful for opportunities like that like uh the fact that they trusted us with their vision to like allow us on board and, and bring our own special take like we made a uh they had this tp tent so we decorated that whole tp tent we brought in some tea some uh you know some some essential oils had the place smelling Ooh, nice had the oils uh, out. had some nice lighting in there oh had the oils out um so yeah, we set up that little lounge and and another little lounge in the back as well, um, and so yeah, it was a great vibey weekend. And so, long winded answer saying those are the types of events I want to throw more, um, more of a rather than like a four hour, five hour event where you're just going to a club or going to an outdoor venue or something like that. I, you can control and curate more of the experience when you have that full twenty four hours. Like I was able to connect with more of my attendees. Yeah. Uh, and guess much than I would have been like, able to in a four hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, in a real in a way. Like, and then, you know, and that's also how you keep people coming to your events. A hundred percent. And that's, well, that's also always been like, that was a big part of what we were realizing is like, people are getting people to come to their events and like, like, it's easy if you're just a good person, like people want to be around you. And so like, to your point, like two of the artists that played at our heartbeat retreat are playing for us on this Saturday. So like we're, we've been talking to them and and hanging out with them, but before that event, we hadn't really even connected with them that much. Um, And so it just goes to show you just got to keep putting yourself out there. Keep putting yourself out there and just keep the growing, keep watering the seed of friendship, to be honest, because I know we haven't yeah. like chatted in a yeah. while, but I do take pride in like reaching out randomly to like homies and just being like, yo, like what's good? Yeah, what's yeah. good? Because I mean, that's sure. all like, if you don't have like a, you have family and you have friends that turn into family. Right. And I know like if I yeah, went yeah. out to San Diego and I linked up with you, it'd be like, just like we were in Maui. We'd be, We'd be like, chilling. Nothing ever. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Nothing ever changed. Yeah. But you'd probably sure. get me to do and, yoga, and I actually, which I need to do as well. So, <laughs> dude, yeah, oh, man, it took me a while to get into the yoga thing, for sure. But, um, yeah, it. I think the the same goes for me as like really anybody. I told everybody anybody can come visit out here in San Diego. They'll get treated like family. Uh, with Spie and I, like we've had we've had homies living on our couch for for multiple months, um, and, oh, and so you gotta love like, that a bunch of different homies too. Well, I mean, I was a I couch hop too back in the yeah, day. Yeah, me too. When it's I was like, like twenty three, twenty four. So 
Um, but take care of yours. We've they, done that all with, comes for multiple around. friends. Oh, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. And and dude, I would have two homies on the couch right now if we could. Like, I love it. Like, yeah, it's just Why as not? long as they take care of their shit, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, I just think, yeah, like you were saying, prioritizing those friendships and, um. I was listening to an Andrew Huberman and Rick Rubin podcast the other day, and he's talking about prioritizing male friendships, male relationships. And um, I think that's a big one, too, for, for us, obviously, because there is a lot of lack of vulnerability amongst men. So if you can just keep being there for someone, eventually the, that, that, that window opens up. And, and a lot of people have confided in me just because they know I'm, I'm – very hyper emotional like that um so i think just have you always been like that? continuing that path always bro i've been i've been i don't know I was super emotional my whole life for sure like and like when i was a kid kid it was like it's just a i was a b <laughs> like i would just be like just crying too much you know um but like super super competitive like crazy emotional like highs and lows for sure um but yeah i've just always had like a pretty high eq been always able to read people pretty well and just understand how people tick um that's definitely a gift kind of for sure but yeah no i i'm very grateful for that too because it's it's just help it helps in a lot of situations social settings for sure and like just assimilating to new groups and like i think that's something that like spee and i do so well because we're so we're like yin and the yang in that sense of like as soon as i'm in the room you you know like yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be some loud noises at some point yeah 100%. um but then spees speak and chill in a room all night and just kind of be vibing 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 so we kind of have that yin and the yeah, yang like, and, good, and i think that like, helps yeah, us I'm, too in I'm social vibing. situations oh he's well, you need a band yeah he's always sure. chilling. so you both just can't come in and just flip yeah no exactly and, be dancing. On the <laughs> you need one that's just kind of mellowing yeah, yeah. out. Like, yeah, like, no, yeah. I they, always they, said he's Shay and Spee can come, but if it was Shay and Shay Spee, I don't know if two. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. if two Shays oh, can be here right now. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's definitely two Shays in a room is that stuff. Um, when you, but no, when I think. You were, oh, I was gonna say when you were talking ahead. about like being there for like the homies, like um as like male support i do find like as we get older it kind of gets a little bit easier to do that to kind of confide in your friends but it's hard it's hard for someone to tell you like i'm not doing well like as a male because like everyone always asks it's hard for anybody but yeah like yeah for sure for for anybody but i feel like girls it's more of an expectation that you're gonna be okay though if you're a guy yes like girls are like oh i just vented to my friend about blah 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 like boyfriend problems or, or whatever it might be <laughs> but guys are like you're like like hey man how how are you everything good there's like some type of like ego thing where you're like yeah i'm good everything's chill like like you don't really like go into the problem that you may be going through if it's work relationship um life path, whatever, you just kind of keep saying you're okay. And at one point, I feel that's how people get built up if they don't have that outlet. Like I have friends that go to therapy and I'm like, oh, I support that hundred percent. It's kind of like, it used to be frowned yeah. upon, but I'm like, people that go to therapy no, are like way more like clear in their head most of the time than us that don't. Yeah. You have to find some sort of outlet, whether, um, whether that's, talking to your friends, talking to a therapist, talking to your parents. I mean, it, it all depends. Like you have to be talking to somebody. Um, and I mean, yoga and meditation and, and breath work and mindfulness and all of that will help you and reading and all of those things will help you. But you have to, at some point, you may have to speak to somebody. And so, but you also, that's not everybody. That's the thing too. So right. I think however it comes, you got to just find what works for you. And so, I think we as a society right now have a lot of people who aren't willing to test and be practitioners. So you have to be a practitioner in your life. Like you can't just read something and be like, Oh yeah, that's how it's done. You need to basically go out and do it and see if it works for you. Yeah. It's like all these diets. Like you hear all like, that's a prime example is like all these diets. It's like, Oh, if I go keto, I'm good. It's like, no, actually some humans don't really 
you know, doesn't really work for them or like any of these diets, they may not work for your specific body type. So you just got to go out and it, that goes across everything. Like I could give you a book to read tomorrow, Jake, and you could hate it and it couldn't really hit you, but you read it in five years and it hits you. But right now it's just not the time. So I think that whole thing is, is something that people, they, they trip themselves up in and then they get a little bit, they, they get stuck in doing nothing. And that kind of just aggravates the issue. And, and so then you get into this point where you're not talking to anybody and you're shut, you're starting to shut down. So now you're starting to lose some of those sleep. Some of the sleep's going bad. The workouts are probably slowing down and then it's a down downhill spiral. But if you start getting all of those things going again, like if you get, if you get your five workouts in five, five lifts in a week, you're doing your cardio, you're, doing some sort of meditation potentially you're you're walking every day you're eating good foods non-processed foods like you're sleeping like you start doing all those things and all the other stuff starts getting a little bit easier i'm not saying yeah, that's going like to cure everything rolling, right? but getting like 100% the... and just the flywheel get the flywheel going yeah it's hard to once stop it starts it's just... in either way yeah exactly either like, way it's <laughs> like it's yeah, you want to find something too that you can. At first, what's like running a race at the start? It's hard, or running at the start is hard. But then, once you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, you get obsessed. It starts becoming impossible to stop. Yeah, I've never done that because you've gotten so. Oh no, no, no. that's not for me either. That was just an example. <laughs> if some, <laughs> that's I'm not a. I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not I can a. Play for a yeah, exactly. Years, but I'm not running, and that's yeah, a mental. I love that's hoops. A mental block for me. I get that. For some people, like you said, yeah, they can no. just run for miles. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about it. I'll chase a ball for a couple yeah. hours. But there's this really awesome studio here in San Diego. It's called Trilogy. It's up in La Jolla. Um, and so when my one of my good homies Jack was out here for the month last, oh, that was this year. It's been a long year. Um, he was out here for the month, and so we rented. I got a guest pass for Trilogy, and so did a. This is my first time, so I'd done some yoga back in Boston and uh, done some hip hop yoga. That was when I was like, kind. I was like, I'm not gonna do yoga. Exactly. I was like, I'm not gonna do yoga. But then I was like, oh, it's hip hop yoga, so it's just yoga to rap music, which I was like, I bet this is like working out. Um, So I did that a couple times, and I was like pretty good workout i definitely need some more flexibility mobility and strength this guy to be able to do here. it so you think oh. so you think you can dance yeah <laughs> um exactly so i'm like doing moves I'm like on the mat like doing this um but then i at this with this monthly pass i had the option to do a bunch of different classes and so there was this class that was called qigong and so I was like, all right, I'm going to go check this out. It was on Thursday and I just checked it out. And it was like, unlike any yoga class I had ever done. Um, first off, it was basically not yoga. It, it's actually more of like an Eastern uh, standing medita- meditation. So you get in what's called like a Wuji posture. So you kind of, you just kind of sit down a little bit and you like get your, get your boot base rooted in and you're kind of standing the entire or you're standing the entire class so it's usually about an hour of standing and moving energy fields um and so it's a lot of yeah the movement of energy and it's some eastern traditionalism traditions um it was awesome so after the class i literally went back home fell asleep for like two hours i was like no what just happened and then I was like, I got to see what's up with this. So I went back again, same exact thing. So every time I've gone, um, and we have an awesome teacher. His name is Jonathan Lenahan. He's actually starting an awesome community here in San Diego too. Um, and he's, uh, it's called like Cosmic Qigong. So Qigong is, Qi is Q-I, and then Gong is G-O-N-G. Um, Qigong? Qigong. So, sounds like yeah, if so I need a nice nap, I should go here. That's what it sounds like. like if I need <laughs> a good up. nap, and it's a, a stretch, good clearing. Go Qigong. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a good clearing of your energy centers too. You always feel like really grounded after. Um, so that's one thing that I've just started incorporating. And he does again back to the community building. What he's doing, he's doing a monthly class that's free 
or donation based. And he's just building out his network that way and, and continuing to teach in the community, but then also teaches classes. So just a really good example of someone who's giving back to the community, but also reaping the benefits of the community and growing your community right. and being true and genuine. <clears throat> no, it just kind of crossed my mind when you said, uh, you know, you, you do this for an hour, you're building community, um, yoga, um, you go home, go, go to bed. I know that there's got to be some beautiful women in San Diego at this yoga class. <laughs> and how does one go for lunch or coffee afterwards if they just need to go home and take a nap? So we need to maybe reconstruct this yoga. Have you ever have you oh. ever went on a date from a girl from yoga? No, I haven't. I don't. No. The only I think the reason being is for me uh, approaching someone in a workout or a gym setting. Like if someone approached uh, at the gym or or yoga, like for me personally, that's like my me time where like I'm try I'm locked in. I'm getting going. This is for me to get better, to get right. And like for my mental health, my physical health, I don't really want to be fielding a yeah, that's potential fair. suitor. You know? And like, I yeah, just feel and like I, I've, if I've I don't really want to be doing class, that, so I, I can't no do it back. how the vibe is. So, and I can't go up to a girl at the gym. That's I'm like, the other thing. Is, We're not here for that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that, but it's on the girl's territory. Because there's going to be, it's basically, it is basically reverse. So, because a lot of times if there's a beautiful girl in the gym, she's one girl and there's 10 guys yeah. or 15, 20 guys, right? And that's like yoga. It's usually two to three guys. You're it's moving world. much more to more guys. But, but yeah, there's a lot more, especially in the ones that are like very much more yoga based rather than strength based because there's a big wave of yoga classes right now that are um they're hiding they're hiding under the label yoga but it's like just basically a, a movement uh, like they're using a lot more weights and stuff like that so it's very okay. different um than the traditional yoga which is supposed to be much more of a intuitive blend of body and mind in one um and sometimes when you're moving weights, you can lose some of that mental stuff because you're focused on just like moving the weight and, and yeah. staying. And you can also, it's just a different type of workout. Um, but yeah, I think all that going to say, you should try to find something. Again, Qigong may not be for you. Yoga, traditional vinyasa flow yoga may not be for you, but try yoga nidra because that's actually the napping yoga. It's called yogic <laughs> sleep. But yoga oh, nidra, no you literally go to you literally go to the class. It's unbelievable. This one was crazy. I fell asleep every single time. You're supposed to try and stay like in, in between, in like the subliminal, basically between okay. your. Um, and so, basically, the teacher, you'll be laying down. You get in the most comfortable position that you can, and the teacher will kind of guide you through uh, sensations. So starting in your toes, trying to feel all of your each toe individually bring it all you up like dreaming so on and so forth or... but that's like kind of the state that you're supposed so like to be getting into dreaming your your boy just your boy just falls asleep yeah you're just knocked out like i just, I just knocked had out at but like the longer so <laughs> yeah exactly well i was like perfect for me i'm like oh afters go straight into the nap like we're good to go um <laughs> but and wake up and go literally here too Oh well, after those, you wake up, you immediately smash pastry. You gotta get the gotta get carbs in the system. Uh, Where, but yeah, where's your best? All that where's being, your best? All that being said, best spot. go to yoga. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy your body, and then get your pastries. Your body. And then now we're not gonna do this for your body, but we are gonna do it for your body. No, this pastries. is also for your body. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pastries. Let's this move on to pastries. The pastry and, king, and and that's how you do a segue, folks. <laughs> and that's how you do it. That's how you get from point A to point B. Go from doing something great for your body, and then you go to why you rewarding do your, for body. your body, so you can you reward it with a little bit of carb, sugar, a little bit of icing, yeah. a little cinnamon cinnamon roll or something. Pastries, something, San Diego, yeah. best spot. Go. All right. Two best bakeries: Wayfarer in Bird Rock. And Wildwood 
in Pacific Beach um, that I have frequented. Isola Bakery downtown, also very good. Um, I yeah the the pastries um, the pastry scene here the croissant scene here is great. Yeah, Wayfair croissant is that what I'm going with? You're going. Where are we going? You're definitely going. Wow! So they have like this cinnamon roll there. It's I knew it. um, it. It's it's like a sugar cinnamon roll though. So it's like flaky old croissant that they roll up back into like a crunchy cinnamon and it's flaky and everything. That's the dynamo. They also do unbelievable scones there. And then they're pretty seasonal and they change their menu kind of like monthly. They have these corn sesame cookies. Okay. They are criminal. Criminal. And their sourdough in bird rock. In bird rock. Yeah. San Diego fam. Go check it out. Also, Wildwood, crazy name yeah. for a bakery. But yeah, Wildwood Flower Bakery. They are oh Wildwood. Also, Flower they're bakery. upping. Yeah, yeah, Wildwood. But everyone just calls it Wildwood. Um, it is. And why wouldn't you? They're also fire. Yeah, awesome sourdoughs at those two places and Isola. I'm I'm a sucker for a good sourdough. So I'm not a I'm not a big I'll pastry. I'm not a good. I'm not a big bakery guy. Not a big sweet tooth. I don't know what it is. No, I know I'm. Well, sourdough is just bread. Well, I know sourdough. But yeah, sourdough is bread. That's... Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I, had to make sure. I was <laughs> as a child. I only know what. what yeah, yeah, exactly. it is. What's this? Yeah, exactly. Rebid? What's this rye bread you speak? Rye, of? rye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. What? But, um, yeah, man, the pastries has been awesome and fun. I grew up. My parents grew up in the restaurant industry. Oh, yeah. So I've always just been like, obviously from back in our days, you know, a little bit of a showman. And so uh, yep. doing that with the food, I've always, I mean, I eat like that anyway. So I just started recording myself and it kind of just came about organically. Um, so we'll be doing some more reviews in the new year for sure. Hell yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll, yeah. Pep, we'll, we'll tag his Instagram so you guys can get in on that. Uh, <laughs> got a question. got you. a question. Uh, Couple of the I asked a couple of people who listen to the pod um, some questions uh, like to ask you, and um, one of them was, "What was the biggest piece of advice that was like life changing that you got over your time?" Um, maybe it's like in starting this new business and just your mental. Um, what's like a piece of advice that you gotten that kind of just shifted mm-hmm. your perspective, your like perception on things, and that also could just be like growing up with a mom who shares a lot of aloha to be honest yeah um well i'd say specifically from my mom one of the big things is never stop reading so that's a good one um because if you're just constantly reading consuming new information new books you're just opening up more pathways and more more knowledge rather than staying in your own closed-minded uh, man, world, book, which man. will Some tell you, you can't even read. We got to get that. We got to get some books in there. Well, let's not dive. In. We don't have time to dive into the education issues in this country, but we oh, have uh, audiobooks. Too. Oh yeah. It's stuff. Yeah. Audiobooks. Hey, however you're consuming the information. I, I mean, even podcasts to a certain extent, if you're listening to really good podcasts, I mean, there's, there's a time and a place for some fun podcasts too, um, for sure. But if you're also like, just listening to like a sports podcast or, or things like that. Like, and you're also watching ESPN. I think. Yeah. Let's, you gotta, you gotta just switch how up the books, outlets a little bit. How many books a month do you read? Probably around at least one a month, probably one to two a month. I'm usually reading two books at a time. I think I got through like 28, 29 books last year and I'm probably That's close to like 23 probably close to 23 this year. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, books, I mean, I took, I probably, I used to read like this all the time. My parents made me read when I was a kid, so they would make me read for an hour a day. Um, so that kind of ingrained the habit early. And, and I got away from it when I was probably from like 16 to 24, when I got away from everything that was about being a nice person for those eight years. Um, and then uh, started caring shout about other Boston. people again. Dude, shout out just being like just a selfish 
prick for <laughs> like those years, but um, hey, that's growth. So um, I think, yeah, just got back to reading, honestly, right. And thankfully got back to reading right before COVID hit. Um, read this book uh, by Charles, oh, what's his last name? Do, 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 um, and it's called The Power of Habit. And so I got that book going and then COVID hit and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just keep reading all these books. Um, so I've just been plowing through a bunch of, I would say like learning self-help type books and then some stories too. A lot of like Outlive by Peter Atia, huge one I read this year. It's all about like longevity, staying healthy, staying like a long lifespan and health span. So you need those things the details just, on that one because oh, 100%. Boy is, I, I mean, I got the stacks. I got all the stacks out here. I brought yeah, them all out here all so I could remember. Right oh, yeah, okay, well, okay. not all. We, could, we couldn't fit them yeah. all out here, but yeah, we got it. Um, yeah, like David Foster Wallace, This Is Water. My uncle gave me this when I graduated uh, high school. <laughs> Seamus, I picture you in your dorm room with this book. Sometimes cracking up, sometimes thinking, wait, what did he just say here? And then you read the same part over again and think a little more. And then winter turns to spring and your friends call you to come out and you should go because it's finally warm and there's Frisbee in girls in shorts and there's only so much thinking a guy can do. Love Uncle Jeff. <laughs> so That's like just that, message. like, oh yeah. And this, um, this is a speech that David Foster Wallace gave um, I, I want to say Kenyon University in Ohio. Um, yeah, Kenyon College. But this one's awesome. Highly recommend you check this out. Um, and it's a quick read, too. You can read that one online. Um, but, yeah, just books like that. My friend Alaria gave me this book, The Pocket by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, okay. Absolute so books legend. books are kind of like a big part of your world, to be honest. 100% reading every day, 100%. Okay. And it's also a big way that I'm kind of like, I think is a good way to entrench community build as well. Um, so I've been posting all of my books that I've read and highlighting them on like Instagram allows you to do these highlights. I think instead of just seeing just me raging, like you can actually go see, like I have the podcast I'm listening to, uh, the books. Um, so other things that I'm consuming and kind of just giving like a view of like what more other than, things I'm doing. The more dimensions than yeah, more yeah, and and just showing and just showing like the well-roundedness that you can have. Like you can do all these things, um, and I think reading is a big one. And and it's been like people giving me books or giving me book suggestions and back and forth. And that's just a really good way to continuously ensure that you and your friends are all get getting knowledge. You know, like, and I would say one of my friends, Jack Wheeler, I've talked about him and, and his girlfriend is Alaria, the one who gave me this pocket. He was a big proponent of the reading and, and got me into a couple of these books um, that I have, like The Four Agreements. Um, Great book. This is, a, yeah, this is just a simple one too. And you can reread it. It's just a good reminder on like little things that like, every, if you just start doing, pay attention to those four things, like. The week gets yeah. easier. You got to find some people. So, um, if you don't have someone that is like into the PD or this, the reading or like the more wholesome things that we get lost in with the life, like going to the yeah. restaurants, going to a party, going to a show, go to a game. If you don't have like friends that like keep you grounded into like what being wholesome or like the, like the bottom foundation of who you are, you need to find some because hundred percent. It's huge. It's huge for growth. Like well, you, said, you have homies, like you probably talk to your homies about books that you guys are reading instead of what's going on with the Celtics Knicks game or, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. have those conversations, but there's more hundred percent. They're just conversations not being had. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think that's evolved too, obviously. Right. Like it's, it's certainly evolved with like a direct example would be the Patriots. Uh, when I was 23 Sundays, don't talk to me. Tom Brady's going out there. The boys are locked in, and that's all that we care about. If they lose, I'm calling out of work on Monday. It, it's over. 
you know, but now like, and part of this has to do with they stink, but, but now it's like, I live on the West coast. The games are on earlier. I have like the sun's out. Like I'm going to go to the beach actually. Like there's other things taking up my time. And I've already, like I was on the 53 man roster for the New England Patriots for like 10 years, you know, as a kid, like you care so much. But now you just you have to fill that time and attention void, um, and you can do it positively. Like obviously, working out is a huge thing. So getting our friends, the boys will go work out together, go do a workout, or go play pickleball together, go get active together. Um, like last week, me and five other homies went out to Joshua Tree for two days, um, just explored the park. So stuff like that, and and to your point, finding people in the community and and friendships that want to do things like that because there's always going to be a party there's always going to be a bar to go to 100 percent, and and you can do that That's, any night of the week but there's always something happening you just have for to sure. learn how you to just have that. to fill you your time to, yeah and well, yeah or say yes to the right things say yes 100%. to the right things if, it, yeah. if it's not i heard this the other day um if it's not a fuck yes then it's a fuck no like if yeah, I heard that one too. I don't know though. I don't know though. I I think so, but there's sometimes some that, that no. there's in the middle, and I'm like, ah. yeah, I don't know if I'll regret saying yes, but I don't know. I just need a little push. Just give me a little. Sometimes push. you gotta say yes to things that would otherwise be a no for the future yeses. Like sometimes you gotta just do shit because you gotta do it. You know, like you can't like you may not want to go to a like I'll speak in my world. Right. I may not want to go to a particular afters or a particular evening out, but sometimes I may have to go do that. You're investing that because of invest into future relationships. Exactly. A hundred percent. So I think that is where I and but like there's a lot of times where I'm like. No, I don't want to go because I also it's funny. I like live this dual life of like the afters staying up till sunrise, but then I love my sleep and prioritizing sleep. So it's like the the duality is, is kind of funny sometimes. But men like, live too lives. There's just I just think yeah, I think there's a time and a place for both for sure. And you can't um, like like when I'm at Burning Man, we saw every sunrise. Like we're not like that's a different yeah. type. Oh, of you energy. went to Burning Man. So, Oh yeah, we went this. I went this year. It was. Oh, I it was wish I would have known that, dude. You probably was, wouldn't have linked up with my homies, anyways, because that place is humongous. But massive. Yeah, it's like eighty thousand people, like on the property. For would you say that's the, like the one week. of the best experiences you've ever had? Hundred percent best down. experience of my life. Hands is down. that the number one? Not even close. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, especially from like where it. Especially from like where, especially from like where, um, like where I'm at in my trajectory and like in my life right now, like what, like kind of how that framed a lot of the questions and answers and stuff that I had. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think Burning Man, like it's got a lot of great things to it. Um, a lot of misconceptions from the outside, but what doesn't from the outside. So, um, I think, I think overall it was like an amazing community experience. Crazy, I feel Dude. like, is that the misconception? But yeah, well that, see, that's the thing is, yeah, exactly. Like it's you, like, oh, we're just going to the people, a bunch of drugs and yeah, hey, hey, drugs, I mean, man. Yeah. Drugs, you man. definitely are we're doing a bunch of drugs, but like, it's sick. yeah, I mean, I, I see, that's the thing too, is like, I didn't shower the whole time did. I was there though. Like I, yeah, I didn't I mean, shower the whole time. I was like, you? whatever. Like you can, you can. I just like it was. I didn't even smell like because so there's a lot of alkalinity in the dust up there. So like I wasn't getting like bo and like walking around with bo or anything. But like I just you're just ripping in the desert. And then I think the big thing for me was like whatever you want to do at Burning Man, you can do. Like there's so many camps and so many like uh exhibits of art out in the playa what's called the playa um and so each of these camps will have a different theme like there was one for example that was like a miso soup uh hut and they had a miso soup hut and they were only open from midnight to sunrise and they would serve everyone miso soup so 
the thing that's amazing is it's like, it's all a gifting community. So it's not like you're paying every time you go somewhere, as long as you have a cup or a bowl, basically you can show up and they'll fill up your cup with a drink. They'll fill up your bowl. Um, they'll have cookouts for everyone. Like there was a paella eating contest. There was like, um, garage Mahal. They're one of the camps. They had like fresh non coming out of the, the oven. Like, um, so if you want, there's like this cool camp that's like six different bars like connect connected to each other like all different themes so you can like walk through those do that um and then there's obviously all the art yeah no i mean it's my my hot you can't even explain it the hot what's your hot take for this episode are as you Seamus rebranded it hot jake which i don't know if i love (laughs) yeah hot jakes there needs to be a smaller burning man there needs to be a Burning Man 20% the size. Somehow, some way, I know that's like the, but it, there's like 80,000 people there. My hot take is I would go to Burning Man if there wasn't 80,000 people there because I'd get lost. I don't know. I don't know. I just think about a lot of It's all on a sundial. Yeah. But, yeah, but here's the thing. Well, I, my advice to you is like, think of all the great things that you're not even thinking about. If you If you're only thinking about negative things, and not leaving room for the unknown, then you're only going to get those negative things. That's, that's fair. Like, that, that's true. That's, so, okay. Yeah. Learning moment for like, me, if you, that was, yeah, like for you my, and, and that, I mean, people always, I catch myself doing that shit all the time too. So it's not, it's like our brain wants us to like, dude, you just got to be above dude. that and be like, dude, you could also have the greatest the times time. of your life because when if you roommates? go with some of your boys, yeah, if you go with one of your boys that you're close with, um, you, you guys are in a community already. Everyone there is so nice and welcoming. Like you, you're not going to meet a bad vibe on the playa the whole time. Everyone yeah, like heard that. As long as you just open up yourself to the moment and enjoy the moment, you're gonna have a great moment, dude. We're vibing next to Dwight Howard, bro. Dwight Howard, D. Yeah, White crazy. was there. D white, massive dude in the cut, like literally the polo and pan like this. That's so sick. Like losing his stuff, dude. Yeah. We, we, dude, we saw him like three different times. D white. So Did he awesome. say what's up? beauty. Uh, yeah, we said what up to him. Yeah. yeah he's sure. Big old hands. My he was awesome. and Tahoe went to burning. Man. Yeah. They both did. At the time I lived across the street from them and my boy, like one of my best friends lived it was my homie, the two girls. One of them falls in love in, at Burning Man. <laughs> Good for him. They drive an RV back. They 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 get in this the people she felt the guy she fell in love with was this French dude. He drove back to Tahoe and stayed, parked the RV with like a couple of his friends for like, I don't know, a week. Love everything. Goes back to France. She's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks, so I'll have her tell the story, but it's not my story to tell. But I'm sorry, Maddie. Goes back and he has like a full on like life, whole, like life relationship and <laughs> everything. My girl was heartbroken. I felt so bad. But uh, uh damn. Yeah, she fell that's in love on the playa. And, crazy how people I mean, be doing that, huh? I mean, you're in this whole like different simulation. You know, and you see the best of everybody, right? Because that's what you're there to do. But yeah, I, I always love that's that fair. story of her falling in love with the French guy. Forget his name too. Forget his God. name, but yeah, no, that's. Time. I mean, Burning Man, you can fall in love for sure. But it is, uh, yeah, it's an unbelievable place. We'll be well, going um, back. It's we'll be going back every year for the rest of the yeah, years. You guys are you guys are uh, lifers. And and like I said, I think <clears throat> on a really cool goal state would be to have some sort of camp presence um, and, and have like a Chase B camp at Burning Man and, and host. Yeah. So something to work towards something to, you know, I love that. Too. Like yeah. if that ever like wrapped into what you're doing now would be pretty cool goal to have. Yeah. And That's I mean, cool to have, you want to talk that. about mini Burning Man, like the heartbeat retreat was like, you talk about those Russian dolls, like Burning Man big, being the biggest Russian doll, the tiniest Russian doll that yeah. came out. Like that's what heartbeat retreat would be. Yeah, but, Like it was, oh, okay. it was that type of event. Like it was so those desert we vibes. Find, um, like, 
where do we find out information on this? About what you what you're doing, what you got going on, what's what's yeah. the next event for the San Diego folks out there listening in? Yeah, so we got that event this Saturday, and then we'll probably that'll probably be the last one of the this year. Um, best place to December follow 2nd. us is on yeah December second. Shay, so C H E Z period Spee S P E E, um, and then my personal is Shay Musubi. Little play on spam, um, so S E A M U S U B I. So many people will ask Go me, give "Is your last name Ubi?" <laughs> ah, people I, know. I love this. Is your last name Ubi? Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, like, no, all, it's all the Hawaiian ones know it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Ube is crazy. That's a big thing out here. Um, is it? Which I hadn't really. Oh, it's massive. There's a big Filipino community, um, and a, and, a, and a large Asian community here uh, in San oh, Diego. So we've got the jump for a lot of great foods. Yeah, we have a really really great blend of um, uh, Hispanic and Mexican culture and Asian culture here for sure. Okay, um, that's good. A lot of great. I Vietnamese also. Do you guys spots, have good poke bowls there? Or are they decent. California poke decent. bowls? They're decent. They're okay. well, the majority of them are California poke bowls. I can't. For those of you I who mean, don't know, poke bowls are just fish and rice. Yeah, yeah. Just, like just fish and rice. When you have the like, there's actually a place Hawaiian Fresh Seafood in Liberty Station. They got the best jump. They got the best poke bowl, and they got the best like actual poke tuna as well. So we need that. Um, we need that. shout out to them, Liberty Station. They got the jump, um, but yeah, all the other places do Hawaiian or California poke bowls, where you can get all the fixings, all the mixings. Um, but yeah, so it's not we, like uh, tomorrow's. That's that's yeah, it's, it's not like tomorrow's. Tomorrow's in Hawaii is something. Oh like, my! For sure. I mean, from a liquor store too, it's sickening. Like when I've told my friends, I actually <laughs> yeah, have a buddy who true. went. He texted me and goes, "How are they doing?" this good of poke out of a liquor store like what's going on you can like, get those are the two things they do baby liquor wine and the best poke yeah. bowl of your life oh, like hands down God. freshest ahi multiple it's, kinds I mean, too oh it's, it's like butter so good. I, what butter i would cubes. do for a spicy half spicy half shoyu poke bowl right now would be i don't know criminal could yeah i don't know what else oh, I would, that would I'd be, be so good stuff i would do for that right now I wish I could just like yeah. get it shipped here somehow. I haven't found a good poke spot here in, Not, in Charlotte oh yet, but I also haven't been looking either because I'm kind of sus on it. Yeah. Now but that I, I actually, you just reminded in, me of Boston, Boston. There's a place called Manoa Poke. It's in Somerville and it is the jump in Boston for Hawaiian food. They're Mochico chicken. Okay. Mm, dialed, dialed. Um, and it was so funny. Like one of actually the buddy I was just telling you about about the Tamuras, he told me to go to Manoa in Boston. So I pulled up and I'm obviously always skeptical too. Like you're we're far, right? And I walk <laughs> in and there was um two large Hawaiians behind the counter and I was like, We are you're so right good spot. right now. You're I was like, right We are so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So telltale sign. If you got some spot. if you got some pure locals, whether it's Hawaiian locals, little Vietnamese locals, shout out Paris Cafe, uh in San Diego. Um, but if you have the traditional jump jump, and especially if they're an abuela or an abuelo, a little mm-hmm. little grandfather, grandma, like they've been in there for a while. And they just like oh. say like three words during your whole order. That's when you know you're at the right spot. Dude, like, exactly. Like, oh, right? straight up Arslan's Euros over here. The grandmother over there. She's Greek. Rolling the dough. Animal. Awesome. Oh, so good. We just love to see so, the hard work. The yeah. sweat, blood, sweat, and tears go into, go into <laughs> it, you know. That's what we appreciate. Yeah, exactly. With the food. The food industry. I mean, I'll always appreciate that. My dad's been a chef for... 41 years now and he's oh, no he's actually working up at the that. montage yeah exactly my parents own oh, a restaurant so was, in Kapalua. yeah he's okay. working at montage kapalua um so he's doing their Great they're spot. doing their thing out there um 
But yeah, man. Yeah, we got to get it back out there soon, man. But I appreciate you coming on, man, and chatting it up, telling us a little bit about you about what you got going on. Um, you know, any before you go, any quick little shout outs, plugs you need to do, inspiration for the San Diego community. Um, I don't even know, man. Just follow Shay plugs. Got some stuff. Yeah, going follow on. the Shay Speed. Reach out. I mean, just reach out to me on my personal too. If you want, if you live in San Diego, you want to chat about books, meditation, party scene, DJs, music, all things, Any, um, all things, workouts, knees over toes. Yeah, those are the things that I'm, I'm doing every day. And so, yeah, most of the stuff we talked about is just stuff I'm working on every day, learning about every day, especially with the Shea Speed thing. We're just trying to see what works for us and what what feels right. We don't, we're not really in the business of forcing anything, and so. It's been super fun this year to just kind of like let our creative outlets grow and and see what uh, see what comes from it. I love that, so, man. Yeah. Super proud of you, man. It's been a long time coming on the catch ups. Obviously, we're gonna stay in touch a little bit yeah. better than what we have been. Um, and if any, for sure, for sure, this guy is single, folks. So you know, <laughs> heard here on the podcast, slide into the DMs. That's my plug for you. Yeah, uh, great guy. There we go. And uh, I Unreal. appreciate you, man. And we'll. Uh, We'll link up soon. Hopefully it's in sunny San Diego and or or Maui. I'm all for that, man. But Yeah, one of those two for sure. I don't know if I'm gonna be out to Charlotte anytime soon. Um, I mean I, I but, don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you too much. Yeah. Here, man. Yeah. 